My name is Brandy Shelton. My name is Jamel Shelton. And we're the owners of Just Add Honey Tea Company. A loosely tea company based in downtown Atlanta with two area locations. One inside the Sweet Auburn location, Sweet Auburn Curb Market. And our second one, which we're very proud of, on the Beltline in between Pond City Market and Crog Street. And you are listening to the Black Balance Podcast. Now let's be about this podcast. <laughs> All right, let's so, do it. Brandy Jamel. Brandy Jamel. Uh, Give us the tea about you the, said you about be the tea. Bop. Scott, you about to. No, I was telling her not oh, to no. be bop. Oh, I Don't thought you be did bop. be bop. I got a little something back in it, but okay, no. Okay. I'm not going to even know. That's where our five-year-old gets it from. He, <laughs> he loves to rap. He has this one rap. What is it? Shoot. In my shoot. Ah. Uh, in, in my, my shoot. Yeah. Uh, that's like in the rap shoot. for like everything now. <laughs> hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the five-year-old rap. Oh, my God. It's okay. <laughs> so give us the tea about the tea. Oh. <laughs> So we are just at Honey Tea Company. I actually started the company myself um, in 2006, and it was just something to do as a hobby other than um, I'm, my background is prop and fashion design. Mm-hmm. And so I was wow, a wardrobe. Wow, that's like a, a completely different hobby. Yes. <laughs> and um, while I was living as, uh, abroad, I would always go to these tea rooms, and it was kind of stuffy kind of boring but mm-hmm. it was one of those uh celebratory things that you did um and i use it as just a hideout to not be in a coffee shop <laughs> so um i brought it back to the states and would be like it'd be fun if i added vanilla to your traditional or gray or chai would be good if you switched it up a little bit or have you ever thought about brewing hibiscus mm-hmm. and adding all this dry fruit and all this fun stuff so um I would give it as gifts to clients and say, remember me as a stylist, book me, not realizing I was the only black person on set, so they'd remember me anyway. Right. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> but um, it kind of stuck, and um, I lost my mom to breast mm-hmm. cancer in 2005, and I was always the one that came home on a Tuesday and be like, oh my gosh, you're not working. You need some food? You're hungry? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. But um, so I was like, well, what can I do that she would be proud of that I can honor her and um, put some longevity in my life Mm -hmm. to it? And so that's how Just Had Honey was born. And we started out really small, just doing uh, farmer's markets. The Piedmont Park Farmer's Market actually Mm -hmm. was our first farmer's market, and we're still there today. And we started off at the Beehive, which is a cooperative um, that's actually owned by a sister of color now. Oh, cool. Um, And it was a way for me to showcase my items and showcase my work and my tea and try out the market to see if it was something that people wanted. Um, And they responded great to it. And then from there, we opened up a pop-up shop. No, before that, we did trade shows. So we would sell to restaurants and hotels and spas all over the world so we did trade shows all over so the how US. did you get into all that like how did you get your foot into this door to even do the trade show it's the weirdest thing so people I guess call it manifesting now yeah I literally said okay I'm gonna do this and I'm and I do it with every if I get enough like fire under my behind and mm-hmm. like two days off in a row 
I'm doing it. And okay. so that's what happened with the Beehive. I walked in and I felt confident and I was like, hi, I'd like to. And they're like, well, we don't have food products. And I was like, I'm not a food product. I'm a gift. Bam. And so they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the show you yeah. on how you say things, yeah. right? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, and then same thing with the trade shows. I walked one mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to be here next year. And I kid you not, my booth looked like a fancy farmer's market while all these people are like all spending thousands and right, thousands. Right, all the banners and all <laughs> we're, at, we're at Ikea. <laughs> that night before. Putting things together. Like, oh, <laughs> that's creativity. Yeah. Okay. And, and like, that's a little budget right there. <laughs> it's like corporation <laughs> and mom and pop. We got right? exactly. creative budget. Right. Like, like that was the people who were like, oh, can I get a line sheet? And I was like, oh, well, we go green. Can I get your email address? And I'll go ahead and send it to you. And I was like, line sheet. Okay, what's a line sheet? You know, like, <laughs> on the spot. And so then from the trade shows, it got momentum. So we started doing more trade shows mm-hmm. and doing it consistently for mm-hmm. several years. Then we got picked up with a showroom that started carrying our teas. Okay. And then uh, we opened the pop-up shop on Auburn Avenue. And you have to tell a story about how we opened up the pop-up shop. Um, the pop-up shop. Truly by accident. Yeah, so <laughs> really? I never wanted to do retail. I thought mm-hmm. I always saw so many like tea shops because this is three dollars. Right. That doesn't pay the rent, right? Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to do that. I'll never make any money, and I'll it. I'll always th- they shutter, so they yeah. close very quickly, and so um, I. But there was something by the Central Atlanta Progress that said um, if if you turn in this paperwork and tell us about your business and your business plan um you could be awarded up to three months free rent and five hundred dollars okay i'm there right (laughs) so so brandy filled out the application and did not tell me literally (laughs) nine months have gone past between the time she filled the application and the time we receive a phone call we're heading to the airport um we were going to visit some friends that just moved out to san diego and we're literally heading to the airport and we get a phone call saying that we're one of the finalists and literally we were out there for like two and a half (laughs) weeks and while out there they had awarded us a space so we literally had to come back to georgia <laughs> go back to ikea which right. is like our, Here we go which at one point was our favorite friend of when building our spaces and literally piecemeal this um this pop-up shop in together. a week and yeah what is wrong with y'all what is wrong i don't know y'all are amazing i'm not really i don't subscribe i wouldn't but we've um jermel and my nephew who's now 22 literally put the whole space together in a week wow yeah like between the three of us we hooked so it up so you can do it you, oh, you, can, oh, you, you can totally can do it. why would you but why would you why? <laughs> but you know, always say that no. that you know that space led to this space right so if we didn't learn the lessons that we learned from the pop-up shop the dress rehearsal right we wouldn't have known what to do with this space Mm. or even the the new space on the belt line and that's That's true true. you don't realize that and then i look back at the pictures and i'm like Ooh, that space looked janky. <laughs> Literally, bookshelves. We have about, bookshelves though, for um, bookshelves for the, the countertop space mm-hmm. with like press board. It was 
<laughs> compared to now, it looks horrible. But back then, um, we were very proud. I'm still very I'm, proud I'm of that. I'm still space. very proud of Abs- it. Absolutely. But that's and what it, they say, enjoy the process. Because you're going to have hiccups, you're going to have up and down. Or you're going to have unexpected blessings come your way. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you don't look like these major corporations. And like, to your point, I always say that really... Remember it, it, when. Yeah, and it's, it's it really is the process, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so often we are looking to get to point Z. Mm-hmm. And when we're doing that, we're not appreciating point A to B or from mm-hmm. B to C. It is the journey that we're all in love with, right? That that those small milestones that mm-hmm. get us to the finish line. Absolutely. Um, and I know where, you know, our finish line, I have no idea what we're going to finish at, but I'm enjoying this journey that we're on right now. That's um, awesome. So you don't, you guys don't have like a 4C future, like, oh, we're about to have like 50 million of these things. Just add honeys around the world. Now, retail spaces. I, I think we're we're in a space right now where Brandy's definitely looking at uh, becoming a tea broker. Which mm-hmm. now I have no idea what that is. Yes, so, what is a tea broker? So um, I didn't know they existed. So yeah. So I work with one, and I'm becoming one. And what a tea broker does is is the go between the farmers okay. and small and medium sized tea companies that want a leaf to cup process. Mm-hmm. So take for instance, we have a tea called. Uh, cacao and what it is is really the husk of the cacao uh, the nib is what you use what is a cacao oh chocolate the, thank yes. you for I mean, the listeners mind, that yeah, may not but you're right yeah, we gotta educate Absolutely. the listeners okay um, for the the inside if you could think of um, chocolate being a sunflower seed mm-hmm. the inside is the cacao and that's what you the nib and that's what you use to make chocolate and process okay. chocolate the husk is your outer shell and usually that's thrown away or composted um, and so just recently um, it can be used as tea yeah. and so I was teaching a tea blending workshop um, in Costa Rica and while I was there I met a family owned farm that were like oh we just we just ditched this here you go literally threw it away (laughs) wow literally 50 pounds of cacao husk now is money in their pocket Mm. because it's something that they were just going to compost or use as like mulch for their soil they can now actually make money off of it from me um and i can also then in turn make money off of it as well right yeah and then also like have other smaller tea companies that are looking for high quality Mm -hmm. but not large quantities because what happens is like i'm ordering from them 100 to 500 pounds or Mm -hmm. uh, kilos of tea at a time everybody doesn't have that um that capital right. to start out or so even the customers to sell it too so even if they have the capital they don't know if their product's going to sell if the right. market's uh, fit for it so they a lot of people don't want to take that financial risk um mm-hmm. to buy that much so then in turn i can sell them just a couple of pounds at a time okay. and it's still high quality you know exactly where it comes from you know because so many people are like is this grass-fed blah right. blah blah <laughs> right. and then you put a diet coke in your hand so right. it's like don't <laughs> do that you know what I mean? <laughs> so why don't you care where your cup of tea comes from so that is That's what true. the brokering process is i've done it i'm doing it in india right now okay um, so you do get to travel with yeah Okay. Yeah. Which is another benefit. We enjoy traveling as a family, so Yay. that definitely is a benefit to travel and to uh, assist the farmers and yeah. for us to now essentially cut out the middleman so we can get our product at a Which cheaper Which saves cheaper money. Price. Abs- 
Absolutely. For both ends. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and then I what happened to say when I just got back from India, there was a tour coming through, and um, the tour guide said, "Yeah," and she just got back from India, and he, and this guy in the tour goes, "Hey, have you ever thought about going to Kenya?" And I was like. Why? He goes, my family has a farm, a tea farm in Kenya. Here's my number. Wow. So, like, he was like, yeah, come see us anytime. And then I was teaching a class at Spelman, and the girl goes, yeah, my sister. I'm Kenyan. My sister has one right outside of Nairobi. Come see my sister. She's trying to get it to the U.S. I was like, damn. Okay, I'm it's going to get it. It's really amazing, which is to the point, you know, going back to uh, manifestation and, mm-hmm. you know, putting things out there in the universe. We, we strongly believe in, um, you know, the law of attraction. And mm-hmm. the things that you think about most, it comes back. Once you're in that space and you start thinking about your future and what you want to happen, and if you're really aligned, mm-hmm. um, you find those things happen all the time. I can't yeah. tell you at the Piedmont Park how many times we meet people from different parts of the world because Atlanta is such a tourist town. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wow, I got a cousin that has a farm somewhere. And it's because we are in that space and we're almost seeking mm-hmm. that. Because mm-hmm. um, you have your goal in mind. Absolutely. So it comes. So it it finds us. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that we've been uh, saying a lot is we're more than a store. So many people, especially here in the Atlanta area, they know just at Honey from our retail spaces. Mm -hmm. And we do so many other things outside of the retail. Um, We have several arms of the company. So Brandy oversees the stores and everything that takes place in the stores, including the tea travel, uh, tea blending classes. Uh, She teaches tea rituals where she's teaching women how to slow down over a cup of tea and mm-hmm. her thought process I know she'll probably elaborate but um, her thought process is so often women are pouring into careers and mm-hmm. significant others and children and everybody else yes. you all don't find those sweet moments to pour into yourself so she teaches women essentially how to slow down over a cup of tea so as you're you know with tea it's a brewing process so mm-hmm. you got to steep you got to steep or make sure the water is boiling steep the tea that's generally gives you between seven to eight minutes of dumb proper to kind of relax and what she's essentially doing is telling women instead of checking your emails or reading the mm-hmm. newspaper or chasing the kids around find that seven or eight minutes to kind of send yourself and become one with yourself which I see I, I see because we have um, a shared email address yeah I see the results of women you know send her an email oh my god I've tried this and it works yeah. and now me and my sister are doing it so it's so many benefits um, to that so she does that and then on my end of the business I do um, everything outside the store so we do we work with a lot of um, wholesale companies restaurants mm-hmm. uh, coffee shops co-working spaces around Atlanta and really around the southeast um, to provide them tea um, it's funny so often if you go to a lot of these establishments coffee it almost reigns supremes here in America yeah. and so often tea is looked at as the afterthought which for us mm. leaves a great opportunity yeah that's mm-hmm. true um, leaves a really good opportunity and most times people aren't pitched they're pitched by a lot of coffee companies mm-hmm. but tea wise they're going to you know they're going to like uh, Publix or Kroger's yeah. and just getting a box brand. So it definitely is for a great opportunity for us to kind of um, sell them on some really good uh, quality loose leaf tea. Um, so we work on that end of the well. As, as, as I love, I'm not as a well. coffee drinker. I'm not going to even profess to be a tea drinker. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. No but, judgment. No, no, no judgment. No, it's all I good. Have, like, I have tea with me right now. Yes. What kind uh, is it? It's tea, the berry. Um, berries. And, but I'm really big on like avoiding the caffeine so I just like it because I know it's caffeine free and then of course for like some of it I saw in there 
or anti uh Oxidants and all those things and yes. trying to make the body better yes all the time and it's so easy like it's one little thing so many people we added this area called the wellness wall mm-hmm. so it's the ingredients that I use to make the teas so so many people go oh I have so many teas in my pantry and I'm like aren't you bored with them just add like a little rose petal or add well, some lavender <laughs> yeah and That's then it'll really- switch it up and you like that whatever's in your uh, no, that's pantry so true. all over There's again, There's a right? whole bunch of tea in the pantry at the house. Like exactly. my mom got all the tea in the pantry too. But you can kind of turn into your own little chef and just come and get some turmeric or get some ginger and kind of switch it up. And so then you guys the, sell the, the individual. Yeah, so you can buy just the ingredients, okay. and um, that way, if because um, so many people say, "Do you have ginger tea?" And a lot of times, ginger tea is ginger and something right. else. Yeah. Well, you can have just ginger tea, or you can take the ginger home because. Dried ginger brews way better than fresh ginger. Okay. Um, it takes a little bit longer for fresh ginger to brew. It's just as delicious, mm-hmm. but um, it's harder to cut through the ginger to okay. get that uh, full taste. You'd have to muddle it. Um, but this with dry ginger, you literally just put that in some boiling water, and you know it helps your sore stomach. If you don't feel like it, come to just add honey. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Come on over. Yes. It's about convenience. Yes. Um, I was at the empowerment conference um, that the Village Market curated, mm-hmm. and you were a speaker. Speaker, Jam- I want to. I don't want to say Jamal. It's all Jamel. good. J- J- Jamal's Jam- my second name. Okay. Jamal's the first. Jamel. That's why I say I'm, just, I'm so used to it. It's, it's all. It's all okay, good. It's Jamel. all good. <laughs> I tried to make him go by his middle name, Alan. He was like, "No, make him say my name." I'm like, "That's funny. We gonna say your name, Jamel. We gonna say it correctly. Respect to your name, Jamel." Um, you were saying that you guys are debt free. So how it, with both stores? So how did you get to that point where you're debt free? Because most businesses are not debt free. Bootstrapping. We are counting every nickel. Honestly, okay. um, I started debt free because mm-hmm. I I started off as a gypsy. You know, it was a hobby, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And I was like, if I take on debt. I will always have this with me if I change my mind. Yeah. Mm, so that's, that's what I started with. But then as things got better and busier, then I said, if I am not debt free, then I'm going to treat my customer differently. Like the customer is now this bill. That's valid. Yeah. And so I yeah. felt like if I took on debt that I would like... Yes, we now don't get me wrong. I want you to buy it, right. but I'm not gonna like throw it down your throat at yeah. that point because then it's not fun. So often, there's been a tea company in, in the past, um, they're closed now, but I won't say their name. <laughs> no shade, but, but people say you go in there and you leave and you spent a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and there's you know, no you didn't go into the mall it, right? and you didn't spend this hundred dollars. There's no education behind it. You didn't really want it, but that person pressured you to get it. And so mm-hmm. now when you open your pantry, it's a pain. Like now yeah. it, it's a memory of, damn, I spent all this money. Excuse me. I'm no, you're right. good. You're <laughs> um, versus, oh, I remember the girl that helped me with this yeah. and just said, honey, right? right. Yeah. And right. so that's what I want. That's what the first thing I want you to feel. I don't want to to feel like a like right I don't feel like a bill in your pantry <laughs> like it so, went to the tea graveyard but now like, mind you it's hard <laughs> um you know payroll always comes first mm-hmm. but um huh, this time last year cause I'll even I'll tell you behind the scenes ugly stuff we like um, that okay that's what people need to hear we had a ice chest on wheels 
that we would roll to Grindhouse Burgers, which is a burger spot in here, mm-hmm. and we would scoop out, fill the ice chest with ice, and bring it over here because we couldn't afford an ice maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't in the budget. Somebody came first. Mm -hmm. I I would say being debt free, it forces us to be creative um, Mm -hmm. because we don't have this long budget. So we're not just throwing money in places that doesn't need to be thrown. Like we're very, uh, very deliberate when Mm -hmm. we spend money because it has to make money or be an investment for Mm -hmm. the future Mm -hmm. uh, to us. So I think it has made us um, a lot smarter in terms of business. Definitely made us a little bit more stressed out. But I mean, at this (laughs) point, I'm just being honest. Okay, so back to the stressed out. The ice maker went out this time last year. Oh, no. So the arrangement of you give me some ice, I give you some coffee. They wind up Their ice maker broke And it was broke for a week And I love my employees But none of them have a car So oh guess who was driving down here Every, every day With ice Wow <laughs> Sacrifice Oh Sacrifice. no <laughs> Then we were like Okay come get this tea Come get this tea We raised the $1,600 To get an ice maker <laughs> You know But I mean we wind up We have a beautiful ice maker now <laughs> But that's the kind of stuff You know We, we get creative mm-hmm. And we make yeah. arrangements Accordingly until ice don't work. <laughs> so you're speaking of stress. That has this business affected your marriage? In any oh man, I barely like this one. No, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm teasing. 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 Oh, I don't <laughs> first fight on the podcast. <laughs> you know, I I always say um, if we would have if I would have become a part of this company earlier in our relationship, it probably would have created. Um, more of more problems there's a certain amount of maturity that i think we both had to come in tune with Mm -hmm. in order for this to work now we know our strengths and our weaknesses um and i think it's absolutely advantage we still have those moments i think i'm a lot worse with cutting off the just at honey switch Mm -hmm. so now i'm very intentional like if i'm driving home now i'm like i'm gonna be a husband tonight like i'm not gonna be a business partner (laughs) yeah and brandy reminds me like jamel like we're not talking about you know tea tonight like we're talking about another time um because you know at the core of it is our relationship you know our marriage and our kids are right after that you know so just that honey is is past all of that but in order for just that honey and our family work well we have to be gelled um there's a lot of advantages i think of being business partner with your spouse i know when she's not having a good day or when she's having a good day Mm -hmm. and um i can kind of offset or off balance Mm -hmm. whatever she's going through which is very very helpful it's also very helpful just knowing that I trust this woman with my life. So, yeah. of course, I can trust her with the business and the family and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. So, those are definitely the um, advantages. There are definitely disadvantages as well, like turning <laughs> off the um, the switch. Or if we have a disagreement um, store-wise and it sometimes can slip into our personal life. Yeah. Or disagreement personally and it slips into yeah. the yeah. store life. Yeah. Um, again, we've gotten a lot better. That's why at I that. cut the teeth off. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, what's this we've definitely gotten a lot better um and i think that through um through communication communication is key in all relationships mm-hmm. regardless of business yeah. or personal um we communicate really well now we've been married now going on our 11th year so we we know each Congrats. other really really well yeah. really well and it um it definitely makes for a really good most of the time uh, business <laughs> <laughs> business relationship there's always gonna be the ups and downs oh absolutely but that's part of it before it. just at Honey though right oh yes yeah well, we met 
in 2001. Yep. Yeah. Over tea? Over tea? Oh, oh, ice cream. cream. Oh, okay. Oh, ice cream. <laughs> no, we met at the club. Oh, but then we oh. went, our first date was ice cream. Well, it was right outside the club. This was back when, uh, like, <laughs> This is, this is back We met Buckhead uh, Right before Oh fancy yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is before uh, Ray Lewis The Ray Lewis day So when Buckhead was popping uh, We met then And um, I courted her And we went out For ice you cream You courted like, her That's yes, what my dad uh, said <laughs> really? That's old school right there That's old school <laughs> and um, yeah, we met for ice cream, and um, I always say we were definitely friends first um, awesome. before anything, which has um, allowed us to remain really close friends. I mean, she is my, this is my dog, this is oh. my friend right here, like oh, truly, yeah. this is my so friend. Right What's wrong with the rest of y'all men out there? Oh my god! I whipped him into shape. No, no, no. Hey, I'm sorry, baby. Some women do. Some women do. And it it helps. No, it's so funny because he never forgets. Um, I lived in Bucket, so I, I, I said. Well, he worked in Bucket. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, meet me at Macy's real quick. I need to meet my mom. And it's July. And my mom is like Martha Stewart B. Very Smith. And like the <laughs> really? tea party queen etiquette, like perfect handwriting, everything. And so she's shopping for her mink for this. Mink? Okay, okay. mom. In July. This is the first in time. July. This is my first meeting. <laughs> this is my first, my first date with Brandy. We're meeting with, with mom. Mom's getting a mink. Right. <laughs> No pressure. No, but that's no, when they're the cheapest. <laughs> Sorry, but whatever. That's when the meek is the che- Did y'all hear that? <laughs> Did you hear when you get your meek? But he I said, all I'm saying, my mom literally, he met her, and so we were leaving, and she stood at the door because she was waiting for him to open it. And it's not that oh. I had, hold on, let's clear this up. It's not that I had bad manners. No, I, no, no. I was, behind, I was behind her mother walking with Brandy and Miss J definitely like paused like, <laughs> brother, like I'm not opening this door and it wow. got to open up. And so that is like, that is, that's what he remembers on our first mm-hmm. date. And he has been, I mean, he always was, but he has been that gentleman ever since. If we go get in that car, he's going to open the door <laughs> yes. for me. How long did it that's take you to realize to go open that door? Oh, it was just a few seconds. 2.5 seconds. It was really, it was really cool. <laughs> But it was just long enough where it was like, okay, what's going? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is, I'm not, no judgment. Like, I don't think it's really required. Like, you know, not many women require it now. So, go. Yeah, mom. but my mom was like, <laughs> you know, she absolutely set the bar. <laughs> and uh, I mean, did you carry the mink too after she bought it? Uh, no, I didn't. I no, did. they put it in storage until she's oh, ready. That's how it works. Oh, that's how, I know nothing about that life. You don't, yeah. I know nothing about. We it. don't know. So they, so after you purchase the mink, they put it, it in puts storage. In, it's okay. in, it sits in cold storage oh, okay. until you're ready for it. And oh, okay. then after the season, they deliver it. Valet service. Yeah, they have their own car. Does they it come with their own car? They can deliver it to you. But then after the season, you put it back in cold storage, and it keeps the um. The, the hair's tight and the, I, look yeah. I don't know nothing about the life I'm not going to know about the life <laughs> Peter's not going to come so get you it's okay I thought like, like you hesitated to I know, say that I know I know I know I don't know Peter may come get you but they might <laughs> I mean, Peter I don't eat meat <laughs> just to put that out yeah, yeah. I wear it I just don't eat it sorry <laughs> that's <Okay>. better <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that works out way better <laughs> 
But mom ended up, you know, she liked you, clearly. Yes, we had a very good relationship. Um, yeah. Very good relationship. Absolutely. Yes. That is awesome. So 11 years later. Yes. Who came in with the name Just Add Honey? I feel like it was you, Brandy. Absolutely. It was. Yeah. So after my, um, the logo, the initial logo was the J on how my mom used to sign her name. Oh, okay. Because uh, her name was Jean. So that was Just Add Honey. And, um, but I had to change it, the logo itself. Mm-hmm. The name stayed the same. It was like just to add sugar that sounds gross like it sounds <laughs> yeah. like you know like gluttonous right so i was like just add honey that sounds sweet yeah then i had to add the tagline just add honey tea company because people thought we were beekeepers oh that makes sense yeah. yeah and then i had to add just add honey a sweet tea company because it was the south but oh. then no no i started off with just add honey a sweet tea company but then there was another Mm-hmm. Company that moved into Atlanta that had a very similar tag name as our tagline. Our tagline was their name, so oh, I was okay. like, "Okay, let me take that off." And people started confusing the and two. And then they started confusing yeah. the two of us. There is a difference between a, yeah, a tagline and a lo- okay. Anyway. It's all good. It's all good. And so then we changed our logo, and then I changed our logo to what it is now to an actual teacup, which I love. So that thank you. So that I could. It's a quick, clear read, mm-hmm. um, and it also, as a graphic designer, you would understand. If it's into square, rectangle, yes. black and white, yeah, I drew it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I changed it to that, and I was like, "Yep, that looks like Starbucks." Yep, I'll take it. And so that's how it, that's <laughs> it, how works. it works. It's perfect. There we go. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> Great job. Thank you. That's, that's like the highest compliment. <laughs> so if I get a graphic designer, your shirt says "Pothead." So, yes. Um, do y'all have any marijuana tea or? You know. We had CBD oil honey okay. mm-hmm. for a little while. And it's so funny. My dad called last week and he goes, have you heard of this new thing called CBD oil? And I was Dad, like, you're late. I was like, and there's also color televisions. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's been going on you know? now. <laughs> but the price point is very high mm-hmm. and it's a really high barrier of entry. Okay. And if, and that's, I'm not super educated on it. I tried the CBD yeah. oil and it didn't do anything for me. So I was like, I'm not about to tell these people to spend all this money Put on 20 it. drops in there. You'll be fine. Right. So that's not my lane. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've had to figure out like, I'm not everybody's customer mm-hmm. yeah, and, and have to be true. okay with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So even like bubble tea. We had a lot of people like, oh, you should all do bubble tea. And it's like, that's good and all. That. Right, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but we're good at yes. what we're good at. You have absolutely. to find your niche yeah, and respect your niche. And absolutely. Stay true to but to the CBD thing, uh, CBD oil doesn't necessarily mean there's THC in it. So you're not going to get like, high from like CBD I only know this because I had to do design work for a CBD company (laughs) and they sell that's their product Uh so if it has THC is what gets you high CBD is not that's why a lot of uh, medical facilities use CBD oh so it doesn't even get you high no so I was like it didn't work I was like it doesn't work (laughs) oh you was trying to get high I am gonna get him, and I'm just like spooning this honey, and it didn't do anything. No, you have to have the THC in it. Oh man! 
Okay, so you can retry again. No, uh-uh. I'm good. We're we're very big um, on education. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's something that we don't really quite understand, it's very difficult, of course, for us to pass mm-hmm. it along. That's one thing. Um, being inside the Sweet Auburn Curb Market, this historic market here in Atlanta, is we have a lot of people that walk in. It's a lot of our people, mm-hmm. and oftentimes they're accustomed to drinking like bag Lipton tea. Yeah. So we're almost converting them from a bag regular tea to loose leaf. A lot of people don't even know like what's loose leaf. What's the benefit of loose leaf? So part of our piece is really the education. Why mm-hmm. why is this tea cost more? Why should I spend, you know, $5 per ounce where I can go and get a box of 24 for whatever Absolutely. price? Um, but once you break down the educational and, you know, health benefits, a lot of cases, depending on the tea type, it makes it a lot easier to sell. Um, and really, we start bringing, we start seeing customers come back for more. Um, people that were used to buying Kroger's and now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they got a good a taste on the good side. And we've educated them on why they should be drinking this. And now we are essentially creating customers for life which yeah. is what we absolutely yeah, I'm to the luxury love. life <laughs> y'all better get off that that commoner life right? get this bucket of tea life <laughs> same thing like with two dough girls so many yes. people are like this ain't a so and so kind of cookie right mm-hmm. and I'm like and you don't want that right it, yeah let me tell you why this is good this mm-hmm. is actual real butter it won't leave a, like a film on the top of your t- <laughs> mouth you know those yes. kind of things so uh, it's unlearning what you've always are used to doing you Absolutely. know and your taste will grow accustomed to what you're used to eating mm-hmm. Absolutely And we already know Like the FDA And all that stuff Like they don't really care About none really of what we got Going on so. so Yeah so even down To the people That we have on our shelves Or the things That we have in our store It's It is the best Of Atlanta or the Southeast and that's that's what they're experts in mm-hmm. so the honey that we carry are because we're just at honey we carry honey from beekeepers all over the Southeast awesome and it's amazing delicious honey that's not in a teddy bear or <laughs> you say that <laughs> you know what I mean I know what you're talking about my brain was slow to catch it. yeah it's all good <laughs> or the cookies or the muffins or um anything that we mm-hmm. have oh, uh, the lollipops yeah she is in athens and oh, cool. and she uses some of our ingredients to make her lollipops oh, that's yeah, we're so very you we have a lollipop here people y'all can't see it, <laughs> oh you can't see the lollipop <laughs> <laughs> but um where are y'all from like are you from no i was born and raised in new orleans okay and then i moved here to go to grad school and it was also summer 96 Free oh, day. Day. Free oh my gosh Oh my gosh Oh I mean I, huh? I might have No you Visited might. once okay. I, dab- I dabbled She got caught on the highway okay. Accidentally <laughs> I'm right. giving like the, the eye. <laughs> <laughs> For a treatment movie. When is somebody gonna do the movie out of documentary? I don't know. I don't want to be any good it. though. You don't think so? No, because it just be real sweaty. I think it depends on who does it though. <laughs> I feel like it would have to be a movie, not a documentary. Okay. I don't feel like it's covered enough. You have to give a storyline to that. Like you just show people being. No, you find like you find some core people who are involved in it. What happened to them? I would. So would it I would be like school days meets like drumline. <laughs> In the, street? in the street, right. in the street, in the street, on two eighty five, meets baps. Yes, yes, you gotta have people twerking all over the place, and totally, and just random stuff. Yeah, because it's so funny. My daughter saw the sign and was like, "Why can't you pass this sign again in two hours?" And I was like, "That was freak Nick. That's why they put them signs up. Like you, you can't like keep cruising because oh, of that. Oh, no yeah, cruise zones, yeah. no cruise zones." Yeah. Free Nick, that was your yes. fault. Yeah. But then, so I never did. I got a part-time job at the bank, mm-hmm. and I 
got moved up in the ranks at the bank and then um, I was like oh this is great I can be a banker and then my little sister was about to graduate from law school and I was like wait a minute she about to have more degrees than me so then that's when I went back to school <laughs> competition for real so that's why I went back to school for fashion design Real. so was it fashion always there or were you just like hmm I gotta go back to school I gotta it find was, me a degree my dad said find something you like okay and and I was like oh I like to look cute and so fair enough no <laughs> Fair enough. She's dead. She's dead serious. She, she is dead serious. So I was like, I'll go to school for fashion design, but I still don't know how to like sew very well. So for graduation, but you look cute though, baby. Thank you. Aww. For graduation, we either had to do a ten garment runway show mm-hmm. or write a thesis, and I wrote a thesis instead. So that's I can how you got away. That's how I graduated. <laughs> I like it. Thank you, Jamel. Where are you from? Originally, well, I was born in Chicago, but I claim Springfield, Massachusetts. I was essentially raised in Springfield, okay. Massachusetts, up into '96. Uh, uh, we literally moved down here. We didn't know each other, but we literally moved down here. '96 <laughs> was a good year. Freaknik escapades. You was in Freaknik. Yeah, too? but I, I went to like the old Freak. Like I went to I went to Freaknik '90. Five, no, not like ninety six, ninety seven. It wasn't as based on what I hear. It was like the ninety three, ninety four freak. Oh, that was like end. really. Yeah, I, got, yeah. I went to ninety four. Ninety four was a good year. Really, <laughs> sorry. We gotta talk off off uh, <laughs> black like balance. Yeah. That ain't balance, girl. That ain't balance. We gotta talk. <laughs> what you talking in about? Balance. Right? <laughs> in balance. Get it back balance now. <laughs> and break the commercial. <laughs> no, we're not. We're just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh No but I'm from Springfield Again Springfield Massachusetts And came down here When I think of Springfield I think of the Simpsons What's fun So they're from Springfield <laughs> Illinois oh. But everyone yeah. Yeah. So let me correct you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's all good it's Springfield all good. Massachusetts Is home of the Basketball Hall of Fame And uh, Dr. Seuss I'm glad to say Because okay. I had no idea Armory <laughs> What, what else? Springfield Armory. Oh, and um, Milton Bat- Bradley. Milton Bradley, Smith and Wesson. A lot of Springfield's pretty pretty popular. I know Dr. Seuss. Yes. There you go. That's that's all Actually, you need. And basketball. You know basketball too. I do know that's basketball. The I'm literally <laughs> three miles away from the basketball. That's it. Red that's, fish, that's all we're blue fish. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy's like about to spit up her drink. <laughs> Pull it together, Brandy. <laughs> you know that's my generation. Okay, I can, I can, I can do the Dr. Seuss. I just saw Dr. Seuss stuff at Orlando. Oh my gosh, this has been fun. Yes. <laughs> I kind of want to. Y'all so cool. We have, yeah, oh, I had more questions and everything, but it's over now. Well, it's if you want to get over. one more in. Well, it was really like real deep, but I just Go put on here because I was because you guys have kids. Um, I was watching the series um, when when they see us by mm-hmm. Ava DuVernay. I haven't seen it yet. I wanted to watch About it last night, but yeah, yeah, the five guys that were in Central Park, Park that was accused of rape. Um, but I just want to know, like, how do you prepare your children to know what to do because they didn't know what to do, they didn't know what to say. Their parents were naive to a lot of things, so it was just like when I watched that because I was a part of Upper Bound. I, um, I was I, immediately I was like I want to call Dr. Ellis, who's in Alabama, and say like there needs to be a class on how to prepare young people when they get in a situation how not to cave in. Due Absolutely, to, you know. But it's hard. Pressure, it's, yeah. it's so weird because um, we have two younger boys, five and ten, and then we have a daughter that's twenty-one. Mm-hmm. So the boys, it's trying to 
keep them boys. Mm-hmm. But, but still being honest, especially with a 10-year-old. Like, I but have, then, yeah, because right now, he's not cute anymore to certain people, <laughs> he right? He has a strong yeah. one year before yeah. he, he looks like, he looks, to me, you're right. You know what I mean? And yes. so, therefore, it's like, even when we're in public and... Uh, people approach us they approach the five-year-old and it's like oh my gosh you're so cute and then they ignore the 10-year-old he's like i'm cute too and so (laughs) but the 10 my 10-year-old is super assertive and he goes hi my name is william and he makes his presence known in the room Mm -hmm. which is wonderful but it's also very intimidating right Mm -hmm. and i don't want to stop that that's him it is but it also is like taken aback and then all of a sudden they walk off right so it's like adults need to get over themselves to be quite honest they do but how do you also like don't let it it, he take it personal and then he shows up in other ways of Mm -hmm. his life so and then in turn you know he's that person in front of a police officer Mm -hmm. and the police officer sees it as a sign of disrespect right Um, they have major egos most of the time exactly so it's finding that balance and so that's where the beautiful part where Jamel comes in and is able to be that male figure in his life that he needs and to be honest to be as honest as possible to work dealing with a 10 year old mm-hmm. let him know you know i don't want to make him an adult mindset wise but at the same time you have again two or three years before you're looked at in some people's eyes as a threat, a threat. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's a real a real thing brandy and i we've talked about often um in the next few years you know building just that honey up and selling it so we can move overseas mm-hmm. um to get them out of that space but truthfully raising two black boy i mean our daughter too you know has a another set of challenges yeah. raising a young black woman but um Raising two young black males, it's it's something that I constantly think about. Mm-hmm. Especially in nowadays with social media, you, you're always seeing something happening to someone that looks mm-hmm. like us. That right. someone that reminds me of my son. Um, but it's just being aware and letting people know that everyone does not like you. Um, and I know you want everyone to like you, but mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, someone's not going to like you just based off simply how you look. And being real with him at that age, so he's not expect he's not going to situations expecting people to like him. I know yes. he wants to, but right. this is the difference between what you want and what the reality is and I don't want him being inside of a bad situation because of something that I could have easily told him but I failed Mm. to because I thought he was still a child or couldn't handle the truth so it's like little things like on the way to his school bus which is literally one house down take your hood off when you're walking Mm -hmm. who would have thought of that five years ago right absolutely you know Mm -hmm. or take your hands out of your pocket when we're walking around in the store Mm -hmm. like little stuff like that Mm -hmm. it's like he doesn't know why i'm saying that but it's now different i'm different because i tell him this is why you should not do that so it so it 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 makes sense to him right you know william is very smart he wants to know why why can't i do that yeah (laughs) you have to kind of break it down this is why you know yes it's unfair it's a hundred percent unfair but so if it keeps you alive mm-hmm. safe, absolutely then, you know absolutely. you gotta survive survival for all of us out absolutely. here absolutely and what is he into what is william into he's an entrepreneur um, okay. wow. he's 10 years it's amazing you know it's so many kids it's now amazing. who are entrepreneurs it he wants to see right? the numbers oh all about i love he numbers. works really? every single saturday with him like at the Pima park like, farmers yeah. market i love it but he's into sales now so my thing is now so last year um I started bringing him to farmer. He's always been just brought up in farmer's markets. Um, so I started bringing him and he was helping out a little bit, but he was still, you know, nine years old. This year, I've just seen such an amazing uh, growth spurt in him mindset wise. So now he helps me every Saturday. He's uh, passing out the cups of tea. He's counting the money. He's greeting people. And it's, for me, it's just basic 
basic skill sets mm-hmm. that I think every child should have. But when I look come at across, people in the eye, right, look at people in the eye, mm-hmm. uh, asking them how they're doing, shaking their hand, <laughs> and it's 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 amazing to see our ten year old doing so. But on the flip side, I am sometimes I'm in spaces where there's someone, a young African American that might be sixteen or seventeen years old, and these skill sets that my ten year old has, I'm looking at this sixteen or seventeen year old like you don't have these skills. So it's really one of those things where it's like, I don't want my child to not go without things that I have or my wife Mm -hmm. has. So I have to pour into them. But at the same time, now using the platform from the farmer's market, growing William up in the farmer's market, Mm -hmm. and now he becomes a manager. And now we start a project where we're we're finding, you know, inner city youth that may not be exposed to uh, hanging out with or seeing a lot of people's skills. And now we're bringing them into the farmer's market. And... It's just four hours every Saturday, but it's small little things where now they can look somebody um, of another uh, race in the eye. First time they've ever done so, or yes, shake their hand yeah. or count their money. Just that interaction um, is huge for me. It is, yeah. You guys are playing a, 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 a very important role in that. Like you're giving him that that independence Absolutely. to kind of like figure out who he is or like his for him to develop. And I think that's important because um, I remember uh, a few years ago. We were back at the amusement park. Anyway, <laughs> um, and we had a family. We had a family friend come, and um, she brought her son in. He's older than uh, at the time my nephew, and he's still older. He was like already like fourteen, fifteen, or something like that. But she babies him, and she does like everything for him. You know, we go to restaurants. She's ordering for him, and I'm like, you are hurting, seriously hurting Absolutely. this young man. And so we were at um, one of the Harry Potter's in you know Butterbeer. I don't know if y'all know about that, but anyway, <laughs> it's not alcoholic, but it's a drink they have. And so he was ordering and he, like the woman gave the price and he just was kind of like, didn't even realize he had enough money. And it's like, you are older than my nephews and you don't even realize that you have enough money to pay for this. Basic skills. And it's because your mom does everything for Mm -hmm. you. And I'm like, you are going to hurt this young man. You're already hurting him. Absolutely. And I'm just like, but you know, you can't tell him. But I had to do, even with our daughter. Oh, I want to get out and pump the gas. Okay. I have exactly $50. How much gas can we get? How many mm-hmm. gallons of gas will put it put in the tank? And she's mm-hmm. like, "Do I have to pump?" I was like, "Yeah, because I need the answer. Like, where's my fifty dollars gonna go?" And so, little things like that. Yeah. She now knows how to budget her money. She knows she writes down the grocery list. She knows what we're getting from the grocery store. And if you have a hundred dollars, what are we getting with this hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. Like those kind of things. Yeah. And it was kind of taught by us. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. you know, our family taught me that. Yeah. So then in turn I need to go one step above right. and teach my children that it's, as yeah, well yeah, it's being intentional with this raising you know that these child is going to be dope. it's funny you know like I grew up in an era where dealing with like finances with my family it was oh that's grown folks business yeah. don't worry about that that's true. Yeah. and then yeah. it comes a time where that young child becomes an adult and you have not taught this child basic skill sets so I think Brandon and I we're very intentional um, with like okay William's at this age he's smart where he can pick this up we're going to push him and it's mm-hmm. the prime time when you're younger that's when you like when you get our age Your that's when they start leaving absolutely <laughs> but at a young age that you is hope. the prime <laughs> please leave oh they're gone they're gone okay. but you know what they're gone because we're raising them to yes. right, right with the proper yes. right the proper skill set to leave right yes that's but yeah um no i was <laughs> i was that's true too but i was saying at a young age, that's a prime time to really teach a child because they're grasping on to everything. Mm-hmm. I said, as you get older, everything starts to leave like your mind. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is the prime time. 
But that's all good though I think that uh, You'll need him Yes You know later Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. He might be the heir Absolutely. Yes Truly. Who is yeah. this behind you right now? This is William Henry Shelton Who we were this, just talking about? Yes, yes. This is our You want to say hi on You can our, say hi on the our podcast young entrepreneur. Oh, I'm on the podcast now baby <laughs> Oh okay <laughs> And he runs off you know, Thank you that was a good. So uh, being my he's still ten years old, right? Like, <laughs> so I just and that's the first part. Random, random about this young <laughs> entrepreneur, and he goes acting like a ten year old. It's absolutely perfect. <laughs> no, but truly, being we're being very intentional with um, we're raising young entrepreneurs, and it, it, just even the teachings where um, you know we're training them or raising him to be an entrepreneur. So our thought process is always. You can do whatever you want to be, or you can be whoever, but just own it, right? So if you yes. want to be a veterinarian, buy the building and then hire other veterinarians. Mm. But always, we're always looking for ownership. Like, that's yeah. the key. And I think with today's technology and just really the mindset of a lot of kids with a little push and a little nudge, they can truly be anything that they, they can. They really that's can. That's so true. Absolutely. One last question. Since y'all listen to the podcast, you should know what this question is Uh-oh. going to be. Give it to me. <laughs> How do you guys balance your black? There you go. How do you balance your black? Ladies first. <laughs> a word that gave you a chance to think about it. <laughs> um, I balance my be- my. Say that three times fast. Yeah. It, yes. I balance my black um, by doing yoga in black spaces. Mm. I didn't realize that um, yoga and a brown space was what I needed mm-hmm. until I did a. Uh, actually Chelsea loves yoga she had we donated tea to it and so she was like you should come out if you want and generally when I donate stuff I don't want to participate because I feel like it needs to be somebody that pays for it and I don't want to take up their space Um, but I'm used to going to other spaces where I have to wear expensive yoga clothes and I have to look like I'm on Instagram and <laughs> you know and I have to Too get much. in these weird puzzle have weird goat pretzel on your back. yeah pretzel exactly pretzel poses that actually hurt mm-hmm. and nobody checks you to tell you you're doing it right or wrong and so I went to her yoga class and literally somebody just pushed me a hair to get me in the proper form mm-hmm. and I was like you gotta be kidding me this is amazing and I didn't have to like fix my clothes yeah I didn't have to be anything but myself and so I was like this is what I need and it makes me feel good and I leave feeling good versus drain and I'm able to take on the world after I do it so like now I seek out black and brown yoga and Pilates spaces like um a customer of ours, Mickey, her na- uh, she has a Mick Fit where she like does it even online, and you can uh, pay for like a subscription of her classes. Um, so like stuff like that yeah. to me is just like okay, this feels good, and so that's like my my I can be brown and like be like and yogi and brown and, and yogi. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> how do so you yes. balance your black? I balance my black by um, hanging around a lot of other black people. No, I mean I say that hey, I say that funny, uh, being funny, but truthfully, we with us living in Atlanta, we're you know we are in such we ha- we have such a unique opportunity just based off where we live because there's so many African Americans that are doing great things. Mm-hmm. So I spend a lot of time, if I'm not at the store, uh, one of our two stores, I spend a lot of time at the Gathering Spot, um, which is a community, a, a, yes. a community, a clubhouse or a community center, not community mm-hmm. center, pardon me, a country club, basically, Yeah. Um, for um, 
for creators, uh, generally African-Americans, but people of all, all, um, all races. Um, I also read a lot of books, but really just kind of hanging out with um, a lot of people inside the store that reminds us of what we're doing and really how important um, our story is, right? There's a lot of people that I've grown up in corporate America mm -hmm. and they look at me and Brandy as just one of many different um, examples of what could be possible when you team up with your significant other mm -hmm. and you run um, a successful business. Your men's group. Oh yeah, also we have, I forgot all about that, absolutely. Um, this past year, thank you Brandy, this past year, me and a few of my friends, we started. I gave him a free trip to Bali for his 40th birthday. Oh, okay. Because he was getting on my nerves and he needed something to do for his birthday. He was turning 40 and I just, I'm, I'm six months older than him, so I knew what he was feeling. He was feeling like, I'm 40, you know, yeah. and it's like that it hurts and so his best friend at the time lived in bali and so i literally sent him a whatsapp and was like i'm about to drop your friend off at your house <laughs> he coming he, he come to your house can you please help him uh turn his frown upside down so he came back from bali and he was like this is what i needed i needed to be myself around another black man mm -hmm. and not feel like you know I gotta one up, or I gotta pretend like. Or you can have fake conversations. I, I think a, a lot of yeah, a fake, lot of yes. African American males sometimes we feel like we can't be very authentic yeah. because there are um, you know we've all been brought a lot of African American men have brought up like keep your mouth quiet or you know don't you should not uh, talk cry. about your stresses or right that yeah. pride or talk about what you're going through. And to Brandy's point, when she flew me out, so like prior to the trip to um, Bali, um, we had a really successful year for the business but going into my 40th birthday I was I was I was just going through some things internally right mm -hmm. but if you outside looking in everything looked perfect yeah. but like internally I was like yeah I'm about to be 40 some of the friends that I'm hanging with I've known all my life we're not hanging as much I'm just changing as an individual <laughs> and uh, when Brandy bought me that ticket um, had a great conversation I've always I've known this brother for a long seven or eight years yeah. and being out in Bali for about a week and a half and we were having some of the most amazing conversations wow. I mean really kind of peeling, peeling the onion back of um, things that we have been gone through how you know being brought up in certain households how that affected being a parent how mm -hmm. um, just what it is to be an African American male in the states and coming back to Atlanta I came back and it's like that surface conversation that I was normally having with brothers like it just wasn't doing it anymore yeah. so I was like mm -hmm. if I can't find a group I'm gonna create a group so me and uh, three other brothers we created a, a group called Undugu which is Swahili for brotherhood okay. and we meet once a month um, at least once a month inside of our second location on the Beltline and it's really just a safe space for African American males to just connect and just talk about whatever it is um, you can talk that. about anything you want to talk about or you could just sit and be quiet and just observe um, one of the things we always say is Make sure you leave your egos at the door. So we don't care what you do. You could be a real estate agent, entrepreneur. Doesn't matter how successful you are. I'll wait for that helicopter to pass by. It's not by. like it's about to land. Right. Right. It's about to land by the green. But um, it's the Undugu boys. <laughs> um, but it's really just creating a safe space um, for black men to talk about whatever we want to talk about um, and knowing that there's going to be no judgment, right? So you can come, your secrets are safe within us, and you can go out kind of feeling renewed or feeling fulfilled. Really the same feeling that I felt 
when I spent that time out in Bali. And um, I'm just, it's, it's amazing to see the growth of this group. Mm-hmm. We started off with four individuals. Now we're up to about 25, 30 oh, um, people going in and out. And it's not something that you have to go every month, but if you're feeling like you're going through something, you, yeah. know, you may have challenges with your child or having challenges with your significant other or having challenges with job, whatever you're going through, come and bring it to the table um, and let's just talk about it or not talk about it, but you know that there's brothers that have your back. And yeah. um, it's just having such a profound effect. I know this is this is really going into a whole nother podcast. <laughs> I know we're going to start another podcast. But it's having, <laughs> it's having such a profound effect on um, black men that I'm around. And you know, it's funny, brothers that before this Undugu thing was doing, I would talk to, hey, what's going on? And every, you know, our thing is, it's going good. Yeah. Or things are good. And it's like, now we're having these conversations where it's like, okay, let's break that down a little that bit. Is right. needed. That's it's, needed. It's so needed. And, and what's so space. great is I'm starting to, not only with Undugu, but there's so many other black male safe mm-hmm. spaces that are starting to pop up. Um, it's a, just a beautiful thing. It's like black men heal or uh, black men smile. Yeah. There's just so many of these little small pockets of group that's taking place. And it's so needed because growing up as a black man, we were told you can't seek counseling. You can't go to therapy. Yes. You can't even talk to anybody else. It's essentially shut up, hold your feelings together and Because deal men with don't it. have emotions. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and um, it's just cool to be around brothers that we're starting to share emotions, sharing some real things that well, are taking place in our life. I'm gonna send some man your way. I'm oh, I would love. I would, <laughs> our next one is June, June 23rd. Get your one. Like, you should plug. Our next, uh, our next meeting is June 23rd at uh, our Beltline location, 684 John Wesley Dobbs. And uh, again, our main thing is just leave your ego at the door, bring um, whatever you have, and let's just have a open space um, full of great conversation. And it's it's, wor- it's profound. It's it's, it's, it's an absolutely amazing. Why y'all doing Perfect. such great yeah. things? Well, that goes into <laughs> where the people can find you at. We always like to let everybody know. Yeah, so we um, started online and we still have a presence there. Just at honey.net. We are sold in stores, coffee shops, spas, and restaurants all over the Pacific, um, Southeast. So uh, WeWork is one of our provide. Uh, we provide tea for all of the WeWork co-working spaces, Inman Perk, Hodgepodge Coffee mm-hmm. Shop, uh, Grant Park Coffee. Grant Park Coffee, help me. Yes, so you can get it all those places. And then we have um, two amazing retail locations. We call them retail cafes. Um, our first and flagship store is at the Sweet Auburn Curb Market or the Municipal Market. It is at the corner of Edgewood and Jesse, Jesse Hill. Hill. And it's open seven days a week. And then our newest location is a tea parlor, tea room. Um, it is 684 John Wesley Dobbs, right behind Lady Bird, in between Krog and Pont City Market along the Beltline. And that is open Wednesday through Sunday, closed on Monday and Tuesday. Awesome. And you can find us, Black Balance, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Black Balance Pod. Or you can email us at blackbalancepodcast at gmail.com. And leave a review. Check out our Instagram page and leave a review. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You have a voice for me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.